share with us um, your experience as a woman working in football? Right. So I've um, before I came back to Malaysia, I was actually in UK, and I have been involved in Cardiff City Football Club for a while uh, before I came back. So I was there as um, you know, sports rehabilitator for the junior team as well uh, for the academy, mm-hmm. um, as well as the the senior boys. And so, and I've been playing football since I was eleven or twelve. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, one of one of the dream was to work in a football club, so that was kind of a a dream came true. Come for true. Me. Wow. Okay. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. So then, after I finished, um, uh, I think a season there, um, I came back to Malaysia, and then I've been working with some of the local uh, women's team, yeah, um, as as a sports medic as well as um, as a sports rehabilitator. So so and and still being involved now, um, and currently. I'm also working with the uh, women's rugby team. Um, yeah, so so it's it's quite challenging and definitely you know I, I see more ladies coming into this field and and it's it's great because um, you know we we have always been you know think that uh, football and rugby has been always a men's sport. Yes. <laughs> but then now it so the the the, the awareness is there for women's football mm-hmm. and you know it's it's great. Yeah. So, what would you say would be your toughest um, moment as a woman in football or rugby at the moment? Wow. The uh, the toughest would be, I think, um, because like I said, generally it's always been thought that you know being a sports medic or a sports rehabber or even a sports therapist has to be a guy, a yeah. boy leading a boys team, right? Yeah. So, trespassing um, um, the area. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So for me to get in, and first of all, you have to gain the trust, um, and make sure that you know you you have all the knowledge and experience, um, in order to tell them that right, I I have no difference except for maybe my size is a little bit smaller, and uh, but that's about it. I have the same skills. I have you know the same sort of experience and knowledge. I can uh, take care of uh, the team and things like yeah. that. So um, gaining gaining trust, as well as um, gaining the acknowledgement from either the management side or even the players themselves, it's it's tough. But then I think if you persist, you yeah. will definitely get there. Uh, would you agree that women have to put in double the effort? Um, I wouldn't say so. I mean, it's for me, it's level playing field. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put up double the effort as long as you are capable to handle, you know, different situations like yeah. like injuries and things like that. Of course, you know, there are times where it may be a little bit inconvenient. Um, yeah. Say things like you know going to the dressing room, the changing room with the boys, and so so that may be a little bit tricky. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's respect on both sides the, the boys respect you and you know you have you respect them yeah. as well yeah yeah cool so it's been like 10 years in the industry um, plus maybe plus minus another 10 years of you playing football interested or being fa- uh, passionate about football mm-hmm. what motivates you to be involved in fo- football as it's traditionally known as a men's um, male sport so what yeah. what motivates you all these 10 years even 
you may fall at your toughest day and then you had a really hard day but what what motivates you to keep going Yes, I think it's a challenge for me. I do like challenges and when someone tells me that no, you can't do this, you can't do that and I will definitely prove them wrong. So I remember it being in school. So the first experience of being um I think uh being looked down upon playing when I st- first started playing football was that uh, when I was studying uh, there's this teacher that came to me and said um no girls can't play football. You have oh. to Yeah, you have to design primary school or secondary school? Uh, secondary school. Okay. <laughs> so because so my, you were playing with the boys. Yeah, I was playing with the boys and then I decided that okay, uh, we have enough girls that want to play football, so I decided to set up a, a school's team. And then this particular teacher came to me and said that Hey, um, well, we already started on our first training session, and the the, the teacher said that you're not supposed to play football, so no football for girls yeah. in school. So, and to me, it's such such a strong statement from mm-hmm. a teacher. Um, so, and then we our team got dissolved. Um, the oh, coach didn't uh, train us anymore. Like, immediately, uh, yes, immediately. Oh, okay. So oh, I switched to play volleyball instead. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, so so have you, have you seen the the coach ever since? Uh yes, I've met the coach, but the coach was happy to coach us. The the thing is the teacher wasn't happy that you know to see girls playing football. Uh so yeah, but that was that was quite some time ago. That was in I think one uh year 2000 or 1999. So mm-hmm. you know, looking back and then comparing to situation now, I see many many parents Um, mothers, fathers supporting their little children, little girls playing football, and that's something that we can be proud of. I mean, women's football has yes. made a huge progress, a long leap forward compared to you know back in the days in, in my days. Yeah. So yeah, and the other thing that really motiv- motivates me is that um, the treating a patient and then a, a patient or a footballer, and then yeah. you know if they have say a knee injury that keeps them out for. Uh, nine months and then seeing them come back to be able to play again you know reach top form that is the best feeling that I think no one can buy so yeah that's right yeah. so uh, what would you like to say to other women who would like to be involved in football yes so if you are Um, a woman playing either playing football or you know a physiotherapist or doctor that would love to be involved in in football in women's football then don't um, let the small things stop you you may have people telling you that you know you can't do this you can't do that you have to you know you're different so don't to give up don't stop there you really have to push through and make sure that you prove to everyone uh, with your skills with your knowledge that you can actually be much better than the boys sometimes true <laughs> yeah. just step up your game and be like confident about it yes yes you have to be very vocal i find being vocal a uh, a plus so mm-hmm. um you have to make yourself known you have to make yourself big not physically but you know your your character has to be, can be heard yes yes you have to be heard so i think that's that's very important and not to lose you know confidence and even though there may be hiccups along the way but that's that's mm-hmm. just uh, you know your life journey so yeah 
So just be strong and, and keep it keep it going. Alright, okay. Just just to wrap up, um we since you have been um to so many countries, uh, Malaysia, Australia and UK, mm-hmm. what other changes would you like to see for women in football in Malaysia? Um I would really love to see changes in the grassroots. Uh, I believe I'm a strong believer of you know grassroots football, grassroots development, talent identification, um, and this really has to change in Malaysia. I think we do have the expertise um, um, within our our you know ISN and all this, but uh, we have to start emphasizing on women's grassroots development. We have so many talents out there. Um, recently, you see two of our young girls, you know, being tapped uh, overseas to Bayern Munich and uh, another football club that I can't recall. But um, yeah, we do have a pool, a huge pool of talent. It's just a matter of identifying them and then start, you know, educating and training them from young and really give them all the bullets that they need to help them, you know, be in the world scene. We can help them through, you know, sports science, um, uh, training the best coaches. We do have all this. We just need to, you know, have a very structured program. And then hopefully in maybe 10 or 15 years time that we can be on par with, say, Japan, for example. So that that would really be a dream, another dream come true for that happens. 